0: What up? It's char here. The prodigal son has returned. Back. Yes. to out <laughs> at two. AEW Dynamite review for June thirtieth, twenty twenty one. Just want to say thanks to Chris and Quags for keeping the train rolling in my stead while I was out uh, in the boonies in Colorado. <laughs> I knew I your secret earlier. mission. Secret?
1: Yeah, secret mission. <laughs> I,
0: I told them earlier. I. I did not get a chance to watch the Dynamites. It didn't seem like I was missing that much, but it was great to get an actual recap rather than just having to read uh just a report. So thank you, guys.
1: No problem. No problem. Oh, the band's man. back together.
0: Keeping me informed so...
1: and entertained. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. We'll let, we'll let, we'll let you get, miss you down for that one.
2: <laughs> We're so excited to have you back. Yeah, the only real thing you missed was the pay-per-view. I mean, which was oh, yeah. just so Phenomenal. awesome.
1: But Phenomenal. Feels yeah. like...
2: Feels like we're building to a good. It's good time for you to come. So long. (laughs) Good time for you to come back because we're just about to go on the road. We got some emotional videos we're showing at the end of uh, Dynamite. Now (laughs) we're back on. (laughs) We're back on Wednesdays.
3: We're back,
0: baby. Really quick, I just gotta say I'm a little pissed. I looked at the traveling schedule, and they're not even going past Texas yet. They're just coming up the east coast. They got some Philly shows,
2: Newark, New York.
1: There we we go. I gotta hit those up.
2: So I will say we bought tickets, me and my friend, uh, Danny, shout out Danny. I I think he listens actually to the pod. Um, (laughs) But we had tickets for like April, 2020 that we bought in, you know, January or whenever got delayed until October got delayed until I don't know when, but now actually we did get confirmation for uh, this October, I think. So um, they are booking out farther to come to, more places. I don't know if they're publicly on sale yet, but they're just doing it for uh, people that bought tickets before, but have no fear. They're going to be in a city near you. Nice.
1: Good. Good. Shout out to Danny. And Danny, if you haven't subscribed yet, <laughs> click that orange box.
3: Danny, great. He's, <laughs> trust us. If you do subscribe, we'll us. know. <laughs>
2: Danny, great bartender in his basement. He has a bar. We almost went in on getting a replica title belt just oh. to do it. But they were $700. So we said that's true. No, right. maybe not even,
0: even if they were a hundred bucks i think you made the right decision <laughs> Because belts are so geeky <laughs> no it's fun, them up. it's fun man it's fine all right well, <laughs> <teams> <laughs> well let's hop on into the show yeah 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 all right so jericho came out to do some guest commentary and then he commentated on penta and kingston actually defeating the young bucks in about 15 minutes non-title match with a fear factor pile driver followed by a Kingston spinning back fist. What'd you think, Quags?
2: Oof, so first of all, I love Jericho on commentary. I, I really love Jericho. Um, I thought he brought a lot of life to it. I think he's really with it. And as much as I love JR, for example, sometimes the dude fumbles over his words for an yeah. extensive <laughs> amount of time.
3: Sometimes. And you
2: can tell he, 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 yeah, he's trying to think of the thing and like he still has it. But man, as the anchor, it's tough. So I love Jericho being there. I think it made me realize like how much life could be brought to commentary. And I think <laughs> I know what Jericho is going to be doing in uh, the next couple of years. Um, yeah. The Bucks are living this heel gimmick. They really are doing it. It, it. it comes across so well, almost to the point where just them coming out is half as good as the match they're going to put on. And they still put on a great match. Um, couple highlights for me were the corkscrew code red from Penta, just really awesome. Yeah. Um, I loved, I loved when that was clearly a three count, and this ref. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta hear more about why the ref is in the pocket for the Bucks. I know this has been like a a theme. Um, I don't know if that's covered on Dark or on BTE at some point, but um, I, I mean, it's clear that he's in the pocket for them. So I would like to know more about that because <laughs> it was a three count. <laughs> I, I I don't think I ever in my, you know, I guess now it's close to 10 years of wrestling fandom. I can't remember a that was three chant where I was like, yeah, that was three. That was very clearly <laughs> three. Wait, um, real
0: quick to speak on that. Um, I that is the ref. That's like the personal ref. Yeah. that Refs all the Young Bucks matches. That's the L. No, I guy know. That they brought it, I, but I didn't. I I, I actually turned they away They don't to talk match about that, when though. that happened. I, I didn't even see it, so I was like, oh, so, I guess it was just like a normal kick out, and they no. fans wanted it to. That was actually I know that was definitely, guy. You think it was definitely staged to be a, a 3 card. do um, you think they maybe just messed
2: up no no i think he i think he slightly screwed up but they played it well and i know that's <laughs> their guy i yeah. i know that by now but they they don't really talk about that so it's not it's like is it story is it not which is okay for it to be a gray area but it's been so much t- that they've done that now where i'm i kind of need a little bit more exposition i guess mm-hmm. um and and I will say, like, I like the ending. I was still surprised that the Bucks lost. Um, I mean, like, I get it that they want this to be a title match now. Uh, and shout out like Eddie Kingston for now partnering with two other people. And yeah. Jericho really put him over well, uh, to not make it seem like it was just a BS kind of thing of uh, two single competitors together. Um, but yeah, I I like this match a lot. I mean, you know, <laughs> I feel like they We've been talking about how Fridays haven't been as good for whatever reason. I think they knew that, and they really wanted to kick this off, and this is just a vintage bucks crazy match. Um, yeah I was I was way over on this, loved it.
1: yeah, no, as soon as, as soon as the Young Bucks came out, opening match, you know how they start off hot right from the get-go, so I knew this was going to be good. Uh, yeah, I agree with every point he said my actual like even if it was a mistake, not a mistake, I think that was like my favorite part of the match where they don't know if it's three everyone's chanting this was three. I'm like, okay, like it just added so much more when like the crowd was like so yeah. into it. I'm like, oh my god, this is like ten thousand well, times better when like the crowd's like super into it.
2: Holding up the two, but knowing it was three was good. Like that was all but, like, good. It adds but... so
1: if they messed up, like I think they played off very well. And if they if it yeah. was on purpose, it's still my favorite part of the match because like it adds realism to it as in like when you like like the NBA playoffs are happening all that stuff like the hometown crowd will boo like if they don't agree mm-hmm. with the call and everything yeah. so like it was just nice that the fans are it just showed that everyone was really into it saying oh that was bs that was three or whatever and everyone's just super into it and I loved when Matt was just screaming like just smiling and like kind of sweating I was like "No, <laughs> oh, that was two that was two that mm-hmm. was two and I was like cracking up I'm like that's hilarious I could definitely do without their dumbass mustaches by the way I thought that was <laughs> So, thought, so like, i thought it's like come on whoa 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 i get Strong it
0: disagree for me on that one. <laughs> <I
1: don't
0: laughs> get it.
1: but they like they revamped themselves so much i just saw that i'm like just stop just so like i get it just stop <laughs> but then like future in the show megan did the same thing so i guess they all made a pack like hey let's just wear like have random facial hair or whatever well, But i, I love yeah. that
2: and Nakazawa on the outside had the mustache. Yeah, he's such right
1: a, an anomaly to me. As a, like, Let's give this guy a laptop and just stroll around.
0: I uh, I thought this match was awesome, too. I love the facial hair. I got a cake out of it. I love Tony immediately being like, they look like porn stars. Uh,
2: yes. I can't believe they said that. That oh, was crazy. <laughs>
0: um, and with the to just add on to the was it two or was it three, it stuck out to me specifically that the crowd was like all in on, we want the good guys to win. It made it look so much better than like a WWE crowd that would just kind of just watch it and be like, Oh, whatever. Like keep, yeah. keep wrestling. Um, Jericho. I have always thought he was better as a heel, but I, I thought he was so good on commentary tonight, specifically in this match, putting over wrestlers consistently healer face um, maintaining his character while he did it. I thought he just did such a good job to build on your point, Quags. You said he brought a lot of energy. He just also knows sometimes when he was a heel, he would just yell and be obnoxious. This time, I think he was actually like helping to put people over a lot more. Um, and my last thing is despite like the big interference, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like interference finishes and whatnot. I thought this one was done extremely well. And I'm also a huge fan of the cold spray gimmick. <laughs> I, think it's yes. like <laughs> I don't hate it. I get, at, I get a kick out of it. I don't
1: I hate it. Like it's just weird. It. It's like, I never in, used do it doing in New
0: Japan all the time. Oh, know. okay. It's,
1: uh, it's, <laughs> it, I
0: that.
2: thought it was really funny. And I loved when he uh, kept spraying it in the yeah. young bucks face. <laughs> and Jericho goes, just stop spraying it, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good.
0: Even, even there was, I forget what he actually said, but there was a brief point where Jim Ross, which he missed, fumbled a lot of stuff, but he fumbled something earlier in the match. And Jericho really subtly corrected him without bringing attention to it in a way that like Excalibur would be like, actually, Jim, it's San Jose, California. Where <laughs> yeah. that was like, make Jim, Jim, be like, I want to be a dick. <laughs> yeah. I thought it'd be great. Yeah. Scalgo
1: right. is my favorite to be honest, but Jericho just is like so refreshing
2: yeah. when he gets out, yeah. when he gets going through. Well, he, he's a dominating presence too, which yeah. is part of mm. why like, I don't want him to be there all the time. Yeah. right. When it's he, good that when they he, have
1: him sparingly.
2: Yeah. When he's there. Um All right. I won't jump ahead, but remind me at the main event, talk <laughs> about Jericho putting people over. Yeah. <laughs>
3: all right if i I forget
0: yeah before that main event we had christian (laughs) cage talking about everybody being proud of jungle boy he told him he'd be the champion soon and tonight he'd be the first aw wrestler to make it to 50 wins luchasaurus thanked christian for having jungle boys back and they briefly bonded over having relatives with dinosaur dna (laughs) um chris i thought this was a sign that later christian's going to turn heel i think he's kind of was a little patronizing um I didn't, I didn't hate this. It was a little goofy, but it's just a shame, and I've heard that Jungle Boy hates cutting promos, and it's it shows, because that dude, when the mic comes out, he is scared, but it's, yeah. it's a shame that other people have to cut his promos for him. Yeah, It's, it's weird,
2: and I thought, um, it's like, doesn't Christian want the title? And I appreciate this mentor thing that they're doing with Jungle Boy, and I understand why they're doing it. I mean, it makes sense in kayfabe. But uh, in real life, dude's got to learn how to talk, especially when you're super over like that. Like, you Mm got to, I mean, you don't have to say a lot when you're really over. So um, something has to happen here. Yeah. Also, I appreciated they brought the rest of the rest of Jurassic Express in um, for that whole bit. And that was funny. I thought that was funny. He was like, oh, my uncle. You know, I, I kind of miss uh Luchasaurus. I think, like, that bear country match was so bad that they <laughs> almost, like, put them out the pasture for a bit. Um, but... I, was the, sure I completely uh, forgot about that. Yeah. I really almost feel like Tony Khan watched that match and was like, this is really bad. Like, <laughs> but uh they got to work back into all of this at some point. So...
1: Yeah. No, it was good. Honestly, it was a borderline WWE joke when they were talking about the dinosaurs, but I think both of them <laughs> played it off well. So I was like, okay, that was funny. Yeah, it's apparent the Jungle Boy and Omega match. Like by the way, on Saturday, great. Like it was, it was fun to watch and everything. Like they built it up. Like after finally they they finished their filler Friday shows and then lead up to Saturday. Now we're on Wednesdays. That's perfect. Yeah, he's gonna have to start talking at, at this point. Like he's just gonna because he. I was—I think I messaged you, Eric, Eric about this. That there's like very rare, like white meat, like type of baby faces, as in like they go out and people just like just cheer for him just because he's a good, wholesome person. That's Jungle Boy, but if he's not gonna talk, like people will know that for for sure. Uh And yeah, Cage is definitely gonna turn on him. I think he plays off way better as a heel. Yeah, and I think it's like. Would you say patronizing? I think it's almost redundant if he does this every week saying like this is your time. And then next week is like, You got this, this is your time. Like, okay, yeah. we get it. Like at this point, yeah. like just just figure it out, or whatever. And then they brought hope- up with the HFO thing. And I'm like, Oh, here we go. Uh, oh
2: gosh. Um, yeah. Also, I hope you are the champion one day like that almost <laughs> reads almost that reads exactly yeah. like yeah i hope you take the belt off kenny so then i can very easily like take the belt off your, yeah. Like,
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> all right so next we
1: have
0: shivani in ring interviewing ethan page uh ethan shut the crowd up before saying his goal is to exterminate darby allen said every time he goes for a coffin drop he's gonna think of ethan Sting's music played and he brought out a coffin. A Darby video played of him using a flamethrower and then Darby <laughs> burst out of the coffin and the tandem whooped Page and Scorpio's ass. Darby gouged Ethan's <laughs> eyes. Ethan called <laughs> off the match because he wouldn't be 100%. If Darby can sign a contract that he won't touch him next, the week before the match, then maybe he'd <laughs> see him at Fighter Fest. What'd you think, Chris?
1: I'm a huge fan of Ethan Page. I think every time he comes on, he just cracks me up. When as soon as like, and Quags gives you a, give you a shout out right here, he had acknowledged the crowd immediately. As soon as like he was talking, everyone was trying to interrupt him. He tells the crowd to shut up. Classic mm-hmm. heel move. So you gotta appreciate that, and just classic heel stuff. Like I actually thought it was interesting that he called off the match just because he's like, "I'm oh, now I'm not gonna be hundred <laughs> percent." Just getting after attacked. I thought that's like kind of like, kind of like a very like chicken shit type like of move but like that's supposed to be like him now and whatever And I actually think I think his promos a lot I think uh, week after week even like through those filler shows he was cutting great promos saying like I'm going to beat Darby in this and I think this feud of like those two against Sting and Darby actually has blossomed great for all four of these guys and now they can kind of shine a little bit because like to be honest what Paige debuted right on that that ladder match that grabbed the 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 Cheerio, whatever the hell that was. Brass rank. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Cheerio. Yeah, and I was like excited, but then at the same time, like you you see a lot of people kind of like flash of the pan debut, and then they don't do anything else. I feel like he's kind of stepping up of just wanting to like eradicate uh, Darby, who's like a full fledged like AEW star now, and I think he's gonna just shine in that light in in that retrospect.
2: Yeah. See. um... I think this is where Chris and I turn heel on you, Sharp. Like, I think we're all in on men of the year a little yes. bit. and um, I didn't even know I, that was
0: their names. It is. Men yeah, of the get year. with it.
2: So, yeah, I agree. I like this Ethan Page promo. I liked uh, everything that happened after. the The only thing that was weird is felt like they just needed to the card is too full next week so they needed to delay the match yeah. and that was a little bit of a weird way to do it but whatever well you- i
0: actually think i have some info on that i think they i think they moved it this is what i was reading online and it might be wrong because bad things happen every day but there was some sort of building collapse in Miami really recently, and yeah. a lot of people died. So I think they might um, not want to do a coffin match because uh,
2: of that. Oh, that actually so, makes sense.
0: And if oh, that's boy. the case, this is a I very that, clever, like you said, Christopher, yep. just being like, get your eyes gouged and be like, oh, you cheated. Like yeah. <laughs> Going into like such a brutal wow. match. I love, if, I love a heel. Acting I think mean, like that.
2: It, yes, that. It, Exactly. I mean, that that did happen and our thoughts are with the Surfside yeah, community absolutely. there, but um, uh, okay. All right, so I kind Let of go. withdraw my criticism from that.
3: There but you go. <laughs> so,
2: so anyway, I mean, just talking about the wrestling, like, love Sting coming out, love the reaction, love Darby being in the coffin, like, all that was really good, and yeah, I started, I, I like Scorpio Sky, and then I did not like this Uh, direction they took and i've done a total 180 i think they've validated it i think they seem like a team um like the stuff they've been doing with page and sky has been really good i think uh and i also like the idea that they're trying to build that history in with uh all ego ethan page wanting to just like kill (laughs) Uh, darby (laughs) Allen, basically i mean he just wants to hurt him and he's like i put that dent in your skull like all that stuff it's compelling to me and when they're when they're on screen it's compelling so yeah um yeah
1: that's your word compelling i think that's so too i
0: I dig i actually dig the page in in sky um tandem as well i i do get a bit of a while I thought this promo was good, I got like an I'm performing a wrestling promo rather than this is actually how I feel vibe, but I still thought he did it well, like he performed the wrestling promo well. Um, I did get a kick out of him saying he's going to exterminate him, and then he was like, anytime you do the cough and drop, you're going to think of me. It's like, well, he'd be dead if he <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's reading
1: really into it quite well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my last my last yeah. note is I being that I've been out of the game for a little bit, I think AEW's done a really good job with Darby in terms of having him lose the TNT title and then bringing him into another meaningful feud that makes sense that why he wouldn't even want to focus on the TNT title. It I, I think they did a really good job of. Of, of bringing him into a new feud which is what wwe used to do so well they used to do yeah. such good job at being like oh now triple h is gonna verse this guy because he attacked him then mm-hmm. i think they've done a really good job with him because i i don't think that's someone you want to have a big title run and then fall by the wayside kind of the way they did with orange cassidy
1: a little yeah. bit a little bit i was kind of confused about how they're using orange cassidy i thought they were going to push him to for a singles title shot and then now he's kind of Doing other things, it's just yeah. They didn't really well, have any clear picture on that one.
2: Oh, I think they know what they're doing. Don't you? Don't you think they're going to have a whole intergender thing going on here? That's a huge opportunity in wrestling that
1: oh, yeah, I that think mixed, no one is doing. That mixed, mixed tag match.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, but, they're doing all right.
2: it all over like the independent and so whatnot. But let's not we'll, go too far into that. We'll it, talk about know. that. That's, that's <laughs> next, next, next week, week <laughs> when they have the match. We'll yeah, talk about that.
0: We'll yeah. see. We'll anyway. see. All right. So then we had a pre-tape with Matt Hardy calling out Jungle Boy for sticking his nose in HFO business. Then Jungle Boy defeated Jack Evans about six minutes with the snare trap. Hardy Family Office interfered, but so did Christian and they put the beat down on Hardy.
2: My two takeaways from this are, wow, Jungle Boy really is over. And wow, I really hate the Hardy Family Office gimmick. I wish it would go away don't like it, don't think that these wrestlers have anything in common, don't think it adds anything to them to be in the Hardy family office. I really hope that Christian and Matt Hardy wrestle and Christian puts Hardy into, I mean, ideally broken Matt Hardy or some other thing in the Hardy family office breaks up. As far as the match, it was fine. I mean, we all knew Jungle Boy was gonna win and he did. And um, he did fine. But all I could think about is how much I want the Hardy family office to break up.
0: <laughs> all right, let me drop in two quick abbreviated yeah. <laughs> points. Let the post-match battles begin. We nice. don't need post-match battles <laughs> for
3: this. And
0: I loved, I loved Jericho when Jungle Boy came out. He's like, I don't yes. really like this singing his song thing. That was hilarious. He yeah. much.
2: that was very funny. He, that's so Jericho being tweener, where he's yes. such a face. Uh, but he's like no maybe I'm a heel. like maybe yeah, I shoot yeah. on uh, other guys yeah
3: good. <laughs> it's just fun funny.
2: self-aware stuff too uh, i think yes. it's so great. yeah the
1: self-awareness is actually key it makes you feel like okay i'm not the only one that's crazy enough that like yeah, he knows yeah. that like too like, <laughs> it does it's it's refreshing <laughs> but yeah this match uh, i mean like this whole hfo thing we all know what the purpose of it is like I feel like they just had like a think tank of like, all right, how do we use private party? How do we use TH2? How do we use butcher and blade? How do we use the this? Well, let's put them all in a group. And then I could just see Matt already coming in. And be like, yeah, I'll be this big money Mac guy. And like, I'll pay them all off. And we'll, and like, I'll lead them. And I'm like, okay. So it's, it gives them something to do. It's just not working for me, not working for us or, uh, or like really on, anyone. The,
2: on the whiteboard. I understand how it passes, but they got to beat they got to know that it's not working, right? Like, like, I, so So that's, maybe they don't, but I think they have to know. Like, well, I, I'll, I'll be
0: straight up. I'll be straight up. I, I, I'm not that interested in private party. I'm not interested in, in, I'm not interested in any of these people. So I don't mind them just being in the group and not being important. Personally, I, don't, my, I don't, don't even think some of these people should be on the roster.
1: <laughs> I don't mind them being in a group, it's just the group's not working. It's just like what, what was it months yeah. ago? It's weird, I think,
2: it's, it yeah. doesn't make any sense.
1: The, the height of <laughs> this is that none was, of
2: them have any similarities.
1: What yeah. was that? What was that feud he had with Hangman Page, that big money match or whatever? Like, I thought that was funny and like it kind of made yeah. sense with their thing. that, like, oh, you get a quarter of their earnings, and then that kind of should have been like the set in the sale of like, all right, let's deflate this a little bit, but then he kind of then it it added more and i was like all right so
3: i
2: i do like private party at least and i feel like that's holding them back like uh, at the same time like i understand they're doing different stuff with the tag division right now and the bucks kind of have their own thing going on but yeah i don't know i just like be the like tag champions on dark or being the best, like, dark game. Yeah. Maybe,
1: like, you know what, I'm, I I am could see this happening, you know, what, what's their new show called? Rampage or whatever? I Rampage. Could see Matt Make this group. point quick, we're
0: wasting way too much time
3: yeah, on no. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, 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 true. <laughs> I could
1: see them being on that show and d- pushing storylines through there. We'll end it off on that. But good job for Jungle right. Boy
2: 50, getting 50 wins. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, Jungle Boy is clearly, like, dude Big, he's, the, huge he's gonna star. be the
1: superstar he has to get bigger though like he is tiny he has to get bigger yeah
0: yes all right then we saw a pre-tape mjf calling out jericho to throw in the towel he jabbed at jericho for constantly attacking him told him that he's become a joke next week mjf will dole out stipulations for the final match that jericho is demanding then he talked up his main event match with sammy sammy's the future because mjf is the now He's better than you, and he knows it. Then we cut to Jericho yelling that he's lower than the snake's belly. he'll like accept any stipulations. But M- but Sammy will beat MJF tonight. Oh, wait,
2: uh, he'll, he'll accept any stipulation except for him running over me with a Mack truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Which was a good great line. Um, I'll just say, I, for usual, real good. Not, nothing new that MJF cut a great promo. Genuinely interested what these stipulations are. Last time he did this was with Cody, and we got that Wardlow-Cody cage match, which I thought was really good, so I think it's a fun uh, hook, and I'm looking forward to it. And wait, real quick, on paper, I could give a shit about MJF versus Jericho, just in a straight-up match perspective, but I'm interested in all this. This is classic. They're building the match up through personalities and promos, where the actual match is not going to be that great, but like this is, this is like wrestling 101 make us interested in the match through other means
1: yeah no i agree with you i am a little bit where i am very intrigued because like i love the mjf and Cody buildup like because the match was like okay didn't deliver to the buildup but the build-up was yeah. phenomenal so i could see yeah. this happening as well i am a little bit worried though that like is this repetitive but like i enjoyed that buildup so much that like i'm kind of overlooking that as like ah, i i want to see it again okay like I'm fine with it being repetitive and he's just very good on the mic. I know this is like, old mm-hmm. stuff, but like my favorite part or the line. And I knew he was going to say it too. everyone's going to be like, Oh, okay. Who's the future? Me or uh, Sammy. And I knew he was going to say Sammy as in like, yeah, he's the future. Cause I'm the now or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, that guy is just, it's just a great stupid, line. Yeah. In confidence all day.
2: Yeah. I don't have anything to add. I'm, I'm excited for all this. I mean the pinnacle inner circle stuff started at a 10 but somehow has like stayed at a 10
1: so yeah i'm excited for the yeah. individual matches like a lot very excited for the individual matches i mean give me ftr versus ortiz and santana i'm very excited for that one
0: mm-hmm. all right so then we had a pre-tape with andrade elidlo he said he'd make an example of uh matt's matt something matt's like, <laughs> uh, road, road rager in miami what'd you think chris
1: Uh, I think the match is going to be good. Uh, I think Andrade is very good. I think they're smart to pair him off with Seidel. I just don't care, and not to be like me, I just don't care much about Matt Seidel, to be honest. When they signed him in, like, he was, like, kind of the, I just thought he was just a guy. So now, like, they're trying to make him, like, kind of important. They say he's, like, the fifth-ranked singles guy or whatever. I'm like, okay. It's it's hard to invest in that. I'm more looking forward for Andrade to kind of, have his coming out party. Cause I think he's going to be very good, but he just kind of needs to show it a little bit. Promo was okay. I mean, it was just more of like, it's the same thing. It, it gets to a point where he has to, now he's been teasing like a surprise or whatever. He has to kind of show up and do the match. Now he's phenomenal in the ring though.
2: I think they're trying to figure this character out a little bit, honestly. Um, I think they have it in their heads, but they're trying to figure out how it is like in speech and in action and i will be happy to see it in the ring i think uh chris to your point i'm starting to figure out what matt matt Seidel is for which is to look really good beat mm-hmm. top mid card guys and then lose yes to yeah yeah and there's
0: nothing wrong with that no you need actually. no you nothing need, wrong with it like a full deck I'm of cards you need... high on matt i'm not I mean, high on that side i don't know like... i
3: agree
2: after <laughs> this after this the match he had on saturday which i thought was a fun really yeah. fun yeah. filler match and also he was upping that dude that's 20 the new and forgive mm-hmm. me for forgetting his name
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah tag team yeah top flight and he's basically like hey let's do a spots match like like a court mm-hmm. fully choreographed like he brought him through it like i'm actually like yeah i get i mean we used to really
1: Talk crap about. Like, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I, I ever did as much I, as you guys. I, I did, so, I'll so, admit, well, maybe, I'll raise my hand to that Chris one. I, I did. I did. I, I,
2: but but yeah, I think like it's starting to become clear. Like oh, they joined They're doing. They're really like working for the company and the talent, like in a really mm-hmm. effective way. And it's gonna be awesome to see Andrade beat. Uh, matt side but him probably look good and like do whatever so yeah this is uh you know flip around a little bit and then ultimately lose well i mean that's That's a very good (laughs) point
1: i will say that everyone you need everyone to you had you need your mid card you need your main eventers your lower level guys you need them all
2: and and it's awesome to have a guy that's like yeah this is my i'm good I'm good doing that. And he had a killer
0: match of Christian. He had a killer match with Kenny Omega back yeah. in the day. He he puts on consistent matches, yeah. and like we said, why. where he is in the pecking order, you know who he's going to lose to, you know who he's going to beat. I, I I think he's really good. Um, he's boring though. Granted, like <laughs> as <a>
2: personality. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh I'm yeah, thinking, um... I mean he's great, great in the ring, but boring as a personality. Well, that's yeah, probably,
0: probably,
2: probably why he is where he well is, boring.
0: Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um. I thought this was actually really good. I think he looked like a star. I'm, I'm definitely higher on uh, Andrade than you guys are just because I, I think I'm a little more familiar with him outside of WWE. And I'm expecting him to be pretty pretty big just him in a suit looking like a like an absolute pro like a stud like you
1: know chicks are gonna love them too come
3: on (laughs) chicks
1: (laughs) no
0: that's true
3: you
1: need you need to look professional because sometimes they do they do fall in the scheme of like oh okay let's come out with our hawaiian shirts or our board shorts whatever and it does look like you guys look like chumps or whatever having a guy who's kind of a pro's pro, I agree. Like, I'm excited to well, see him kind of going. in the he is
2: He is, like, a huge handsome man, too. I didn't think about really that. Like, <laughs> I always think it's funny when Sarah, or sorry, my wife asked, my wife Sarah asked me about, like, Roman Reigns and what he's up to, and I'm like, why do you get into that? <laughs> why <are> you, why <laughs> was like girlfriend,
0: my ex-girlfriend was really into Roman
2: Reigns, too. Yeah. <laughs> he's hot. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, you forget, like,
3: that's, yeah, the that's a whole group comment, that they're yeah.
2: appealing to, yeah. So
3: right,
2: Andrade that. is gonna be great. It's almost better yeah. that he when he only speaks in Spanish too. Honestly, yeah, like yeah, that's fine.
1: Give him a mouthpiece. Him pairing
2: yeah. off with Vicky or give him a manager, that's fine. Or, you don't have to. What's wrong, some, what's wrong with sub? What's wrong with subtitles? Like we all watch these foreign shows on Netflix now. Hey. Like, <laughs> wait, real <laughs> go quick. For it. I,
0: a hard pass on giving a mouthpiece in my op- in my opinion. I, I Even his broken English, I did not think was bad, and I, I just think he's too compelling of a thing, of an entity to have someone else speak right. for him. That's I like will, what you do I with would, Jungle
1: Boy. I, no, I will say this though: How long can that go? Like, how long can he speak broken English, and how long can he do that week to week to week? It's, it's gonna, world, it's, it's gonna,
2: it's gonna get old and, real
1: quick. It's only gonna last
2: for like two we'll to see, three weeks. We'll see. We'll see. He'll
0: bring in in Charlotte to speak for him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. All right. So then we had an in-ring interview with Shivani and Omega. Omega lied to Shivani. that (laughs) Shivani had asked him earlier how he stays motivated. Kenny touted that he's beat a who's who of great opponents and his work here is done for now. Dark Order came out. Evil Uno thinks differently. Omega mocked the members. They don't have enough wins to to fight omega but evil Uno knows someone who does the crowd chants for hangman but omega says he doesn't have the guts or the confidence to fight omega for the belt goodbye and good night what'd you think chris
1: uh, I enjoyed this a lot. Another underrated guy that I like a lot that I could definitely see more of is Evil Uno. Big fan of him. Every time. Uh, he gets, oh, man, Eric, come on. A fat guy in a suit
0: with a mask. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. A fat guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: why, don't you, why don't you just put him down more, Eric? He's trying. And I just listened to him on Talk is Jericho, and I still was like, whatever. This, guy sucks. Oh,
1: this guy's funny, dude. The guy also super serviceable on the mic. I think he... You know why I like him a lot? Because he's uh, he's great on the mic, and he's different than everyone on the mic. Like, when he's speaking promos, I'm like, he's not just, like, your typical promo. Okay, cut this, whatever. It's like an Evil Uno promo. And I, and I actually really enjoy him in the ring. I think he's great in the ring, too, for his kind of lethargic size and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever at this point when he comes in he leads the dark order group in and it's kind of like they're the lovable losers like it's just like you know what they're coming out for whatever like they got denied from hangman and they still love hangman to the point of coming in and i thought omega was great of playing with the crowd when like the channing Hangman. hangman and i love how he actually just refused to say his name he just kept saying if i think you think that you know who this is and he just kept going on with that whatever yeah he just says he doesn't have the guts or whatever perfect heel stuff i'm becoming more and more of a fan of like hangman's like shenanigans even though it was a little little crazy at first now he's starting to kind of come into his own a little bit and i kind of like that it didn't end up in this huge brawl or whatever because they could have easily done like Mm -hmm. the typical thing of like Omega's out here like, oh, okay, being everyone, and and then hangman music pops. Uh, he comes in and says, I'll challenge you. That would have been the very easy thing to do, but I actually really like that his boys came in, said that like there's one guy that comes in and uh, Omega was like, Yeah, he doesn't have the guts, and then just leaves. It's just I think that's good storytelling. Yeah, I don't really have
0: anything to add. I I I I thought this was good. I thought Omega I'm very critical of even though I one of my favorite wrestlers I thought he did great here I love that he listed all the great opponents he first and 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 for what reason they were a a tough competitor to take down I I thought he was great and I'm going in on Evil Uno I have nothing against him he's fine um (laughs) I but no overall I thought this was a really good segment
2: yeah yeah I mean I really liked it. Uh, full disclosure, when I was watching this, there was a tornado warning where I was, where it was like, we didn't know if a tornado <laughs> would pop up like literally in front of the house. And I was uh, keeping uh, Sarah and my dog away from the other dogs in the house because the dogs don't get along super well. So I was a little <laughs> bit distracted. So that's just... Uh... <laughs> take,
1: take our word for
2: it.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Next well, we, we had... I was gonna say we had the power come off yeah. <laughs> and on there, which is pure I brought illustration. Back.
1: we brought it back, boys.
2: <laughs> so, but anyway, I love this Kenny segment and um, love the segment that followed. I guess we're going to talk about that in a, in a moment, yeah. but um, yeah, I was really hoping uh, Hangman would come out. I love him so much and I love this a lot, so yeah, let's talk about brian pillman and then i'll tell you more about how much i love hangman in a minute. Yeah, right after.
0: <laughs> so we had a free tape with brian pillman jr saying he doesn't share the same faith as miro, as miro but he's got some great friends miro's not a god he's a big bulgarian bitch well then miro beat him in at seven minutes with the game over it's like <laughs> more of a rear naked joke
2: um what do you think <laughs> um excuse me uh yeah, I, I like this whole thing that they did with the Varsity Blondes. I thought Brian Philbin Jr., like, they gave him some shine. I thought this was a thank you for some of the work that they did during the Friday shows where they carried some of it, Um Varsity Blondes. Um, yeah, Miro is awesome, man. Miro is a huge star. AEW knows it. They're putting him over so much. And I love that they're doing this thing where so i know uh miro like really has faith like he's like a christian like for real for real um and i think it's kind of interesting how they're going to use that to into him like having a messiah complex and uh frame this up so like th- the way he behaves is is fascinating to me i i mean like really i'm really into the miro character and how that intersects with um yeah just everything uh it's great in the in the madman stuff like jericho oh this is another thing where jericho did great but goes look at his eyes look at his eyes when miro does that because i think jericho probably catches all the stuff that the wrestlers do and wants to put attention towards it where the rest of the commentary might not be doing that regularly but like it's a thing that jericho really wants to make sure people realize um and it's great to have him call attention to
3: that
1: yeah definitely this is light years better than when he like debuted with this whole video game thing or his twitch thing i like i was like i thought maybe i just missed the boat because i'm not really into the whole twitch thing i know there's a whole fan base for that but then i was like no this is kind of falling flat a little bit but it's also timing is everything you can't push every guy at the same time too so now this is his turn and i very compelling of like I think it's funny how he's like pushing himself as this mess, messiah type deal saying he's God's favorite champion or whatever and then he just starts mauling people and he's phenomenal at being like this brute of a person just going into Brian Pillman every time he gets or whatever gets like and it's good. it's like he he plays like the the big like big heel gives them a little bit of a comeback it's an easy story to tell and then like you just yeah. decimates them so like when someone finally takes the title off of him it's going to mean something
0: so i actually have a decent amount of notes on this i really like this segment brian pillman jr's promo is exactly the promo that jungle boy needs to start cutting it's yes. just a straight yes. up baby face yes um, i i like brian pillman jr a lot i think he's really good i like the the 80s hair metal varsity blonde entrance it's not like anything else on the show it's not like necessarily like them in varsity jackets it's just, it's a shout out to the Hollywood blondes his dad was in and there also was a varsity club um, so I think it's a combination of the two of those back in the day um, Miro's new entrance song is so good it's yeah. so much better than the he's the best man or
3: whatever the <laughs>
0: hell that was um Match itself, I thought was really good, exactly what it needed to be. Um, I liked um, speaking of uh, Pillman Jr.'s promo, Bulgarian bitch was already used by Lance Archer like a few weeks ago. So that kind of bothered me. Um, another version, another bitch. We get it. You guys can We need the <laughs> word
1: bitch on the show, Eric.
3: We but, need it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to point to stuff from the Saturday show too much, but Miro had a line at the end that was something like, the smartest thing you ever did yes. was was like thinking you could beat me be like the 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 dumbest thing you ever did was actually trying to or some version of that yeah. it was so that's, good
2: that's exactly mm. what he said the smartest thing you ever did was think you could try to beat me the dumbest thing you could yeah exactly yeah, what he was said Just try it was try to so actually good. do it
3: yeah
0: yeah um is it's a great character it's 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 night and day from the uh yeah. stupid video game thing um (laughs) so after that we had hangman kind of berating dark order for making the challenge on his behalf they said they don't think he's scared of kenny they think he's scared of failure they believe in him it's his time um i got mixed feelings on this but i i i think i'm gonna be on the lower end um just that a title competitor is usually this like confident guy but this is such a new age like I don't quite believe in myself. Maybe I have some anxiety. He might have a little bit of a drinking issue, but like his friends building him up to who knows, maybe he won't beat Kenny the first time and it'll be like a setback or he'll beat him right away. And I actually think this story will resonate with people quite a bit. And I think he's going to get quite the uh, ovation when he comes back.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think I'm on the other side of the spectrum where I'm very pretty high on this. I thought this was really compelling where because we see it so many times i just said it before that like someone comes in um, music hits i'm challenging you i'm the number one ranked guy and you haven't uh, beat me in a while whatever but i thought this was so good like i get it like the the challenger should be confident but that's not the hangman that we've been getting this whole year like he's been on this kind of ups and downs roller coaster he was part of the elite now he's out he was kind of alienating himself so many times and he even alienated himself from this dark order group. And now they accepted saying, Hey, we're okay with you not being part of our group, but we're still like with you. And I actually kind of like, as maybe as cheesy as it sounds, I actually liked how one by one saying like, yeah, you got this, thing, man, they all just kind of left. at am yeah. like, Hey, like, we get that you may not believe in yourself, but like we all believe in you. So it's either. And like, I loved how they pointed out where evil Luna even said, like, you still cheered for me even when like I lost yes. the, that TNT title, or whatever. So why can't we, it was like, kind of like, I felt like you were watching kind of like a, one of those like old school, like sports movies or whatever, where it's like, you just yeah, cheer on yeah. like the underdog or whatever. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then Alex Reynolds, out of all the people who we usually talk about the dark order, John silver, all the other guys ever Alex Reynolds comes up with the line and comes back. It's like, like you know what hangman you waited long enough this is your time i was just like all right now i was like that got me more pumped up for him to challenge (laughs) omega than for him just to just come and say like you know what you haven't beaten me yet i was like this is way better it got me more into it
2: i fully thought his music was gonna hit when they did the dark order thing and i was excited and um just when it didn't and then they had this segment i was like wow they're really saving him for something. I mean, it's so clear and the story that they're telling is really interesting how, yeah, he's not confident. He doesn't think that he can win the title, you know, jungle boy got shotgunned into uh, being the number one contender and he got to wrestle for the title. Um, And uh, orange Cassidy got to wrestle for the title because uh, page lost to Brian cage. So, all this stuff is really interesting and you can see like yeah definitely obviously the the character is depicted as having a drinking problem and doesn't have confidence in himself and yeah I'm so into all of it and the dark order being the so we always talk about the dark order oh so funny they did that didn't this walk so well that line of like your comedy characters being taken seriously and being like no like we're being serious about this dude like you need to go and challenge him we know you can do it and you celebrated us even when we lost uh yeah it's really cool it's it's a story for it's like a wrestling story for modern time I mean interesting to see how it plays out because at some point, I think we all think Kenny is going to, the next part of Kenny's story is losing every belt, right? So I don't know how that is going to happen or whatever, but maybe Hangman is part of it, maybe not. But uh, it's it's really, uh, I, I love what they're doing with this.
0: All right, so then we had Taz cutting a promo without Cage or Starks there. He had Hook and uh, Hobbs there. They're sick of the feud between the two. Cage will defend his FTW title against Starks coming up. Uh, Hobbs and Hook were awkward, uh, but I do, I did like this. Um, I think it's inevitable that when they have the match, they'll all interfere and beat down Cage and Starks will beat him. And it's nice to see that Ricky Starks is on the way back after
1: the neck injury. Yeah, they're finally using that belt. That was been like kind of prop like this whole time. Now they finally I care less
0: about that. Yeah.
1: So I mean, it just gives them something to do with it, but like at the same time, like, yeah, I, I only like this, but just because it's finally moving along of like, what's been going to happen whatever, but been super pumped for Hobbs, like the, this whole thing where he kind of first came in. I just thought he was just going to be like this good guy, big guy or whatever. Now he's kind of coming into his own. I, I've i been really, really pumped for it, even like in ring works, that type of stuff too.
2: Yeah, I don't really have anything to
0: add. <laughs> All right. Then let's go on to Britt Baker and Rebel beating Nyla Rose and Vicky guerrero about eight minutes after Britt tapped Vicky out with the lock jaw. After the match, Nyla powerbombed Britt and then she powerbombed her off the apron through a table. Chris,
1: take it away. <laughs> this was cool. This was really fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't get this. I didn't like when they announced it that Vicky was coming back, like. I'm like, why? But then I'm thinking like, okay, they must be doing something. And then like, it was just someone who clearly shouldn't be there is there. And then someone got really hurt like during it, like uh, her rebel got really hurt and she got carried back. So hopefully she's okay. Uh, We'll see. I haven't like read read anything on it, but I saw a video of when they're trying to carry her to the back and it... Her leg is blown, blown out for sure. Yeah. So leads me to believe like what was the point of this initially? And I get it. I think like, it's kind of interesting now the matches sucked, but whatever. Uh, I'm more intrigued on, on like the, at the end of it where um, I'm kind of tired of Nyla Rose doing the same thing. Like yeah she's a beast. And then like power bombs are, I think this is more of selling that Britt Baker can like, that's the whole reason why she got right because she put herself through so much like punishment with that Thunder Rose match. That was phenomenal. So Again, her getting powerbombed off the apron through the table just shows that she's willing to do anything. But, like, I was kind of more excited for her to have, like, a heel run. And now it seems like it's set in stone that, like, she'll be the baby face while like is the heel. I feel like it's repetitive. We've seen that so many times. But, again, it's Britt Baker, so it's new and it's different. And we're all excited about Britt Baker's, like, title run. So maybe she'll be more of a tweener kind of trying to cheat this through a little bit but the match is very unnecessary but the post match yeah it was cool We're getting power powerbomb through the table um but kind of just wonder why are they going this route
2: seemed like a way to prove that Nyla and Brett was like a real match um but that's a fine like i'm just kind of over it i don't understand why Nyla had to be the first opponent for Brett um i wish it was thunder rosa i think thunder rosa is the next opponent for brett i hope so at least um yeah this this got us to the point of caring about that match but i don't understand why we have to have that match there's so many but, other options
1: they could have used they had like well, who's that serena D person so yeah, she's been doing great I don't, I don't get it like why why this let me say real quick i i
0: when Britt was walking in, I was like, she is so over that maybe they pl- paired her up with another heel, being like, we know she's going to be over. So let's at least put her against another heel so it doesn't look super stupid when the other when the face doesn't get cheered, the way kind of like the Hikaru-Shida match happened. And then this match, granted, it's a mixed tag with two people that are more manager than wrestler. One is 100% manager than wrestler. Yeah. And it, it just sucked and it was very much like, why why is this on the show?
2: Yeah, and it just
0: was it. like, why that I, this really made me kind of be like, hmm, the women's division's still not quite there yet.
2: <laughs> well, it's so <laughs> it's, it's so stupid because they have so many women that can wrestle, but right, they have to they put this on. Yeah, I, I don't know, it's annoying. Yeah.
0: They could have got like well, I, to your to your point, real quick, I think Thunder Rose is gonna be the person to take the title off, so I think they're gonna wait for that match
2: yeah that well, and, and and i also get why they don't like they're literally i mean they literally say on the promo we're going to brittsburgh right like yeah. instead of pittsburgh so you know
1: she's, right. she's know gonna that,
2: she's gonna have the range for a while but okay i get thunder rosa taking it off her but um but she's been
1: cutting such hey, good look. like heel promos so that's why i'm saying like if you're gonna kind of double down on her like oh she's gonna get cheered anyway and be like all right then kind of gear her character a little differently if she's gonna get cheered no matter what yeah. but like it's it's not about her being good uh, or <laughs> it's more about like we we seen this nihilist stuff a, a lot like she's gonna be the monster heel and then we're gonna get the underdog baby face and then i'm like we've seen that so many times with with them. And not to discredit Nyla, it's just that when the women's division was floundering, that's really the only story they could have could tell. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I gotta give I gotta give props to Brit though too, because like she was nobody like two years ago or whatever, right? And then like she becomes this huge star. Yeah. Uh working this heel gimmick. And then, you know, as happens sometimes, you work the heel gimmick so well that you become a face. And now she's the champ, rightfully so, but still has to be a heel. That's hard. Like it's all
0: yeah, it's all difficult.
2: And and she's she's not like a like she's younger. She's not a vet, so like it's you know she's not Charlotte Flair, not to like, but who can so easily like oh okay yeah could switch on and off. So so Mm it's tough. And then you also yeah, Charlotte know,
0: like, Flair. Charlotte is not a good example because she can't be no. His face no she... <laughs> I know,
2: I know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who the better example is, but
0: was. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Well. Oh, but, oh well, gosh. No, no one's gonna boo her. She could be a
0: heel.
3: Yeah. right.
2: But the point stands either way, right? Like it's it's hard. Like also. I mean, we talked about, Chris and I talked about this when you were off on your secret mission, mission Sharp, um, where it's like, people are cheering for you. And you know, Britt wants to be le- lean into that. But meanwhile, she has to cut a promo on the fans and saying like, well, you weren't with me from day one.
3: Right. And you
2: know, inside she's like, man, all I want to do is like, embrace this cheer. let me let me just
0: say though that that is not really necessarily an indictment of brit it's more of an indictment of the rest of the women's roster because for instance the young bucks are going to get cheered they did not get cheered versus Penta and Eddie Kingston because the fans love Penta and Eddie. You need to build up good, yeah. strong faces, and yeah. I don't think they necessarily have great, strong-faced women wrestlers. A good point. Besides Santa Rosa, which they, I think they're keeping her. If Serena Deeb was in there, I think Britt Baker would still get cheered much more than Serena D.
2: Or I was i was going to say tie, maybe. But yeah, I think you're right. I think she still gets cheered.
1: Oh, she's going to hit the D-Tie. Here we go. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so let's, move to,
0: <laughs> let's move on to... Sorry. Let's move on to backstage promo with Hager and Proud and Powerful. Built up their six-man tag team match next week. I believe it's with uh, Sean Spears and FTR. Hager talked trash about Wardlow. Oh, no, it's not. It's with Wardlow. <laughs> <laughs> and said Dana said tully's in the opponent's corner they'd have conan in theirs what do you think
3: quags
2: yeah I th- this is good i mean like i don't have a lot to say about it except for just the pinnacle inner circle stuff has been really good i mean like front to back basically uh so this is another example of that and they're highlighting everyone they're not keeping it on jericho and mjf with a bunch of cronies or sammy and you know like They're doing a great job at this, so all positive for me.
1: You know who's like super underrated on the mic is Santana. I think that guy is could be probably knows he could cut phenomenal promos, and I don't think that like they just want to unleash that yet. I think they're probably waiting. Like I've been talking about it for a while. This FTR Santana Ortiz match. I think they know it's going to be good, so they're probably waiting for like a show to build it up mm-hmm. yep they have like a six-man tag next week or something or one of their special yeah, shows yeah. That, that should be good too but yeah this is fine i mean like this is just pushing forward the inner circle pinnacle stuff where i'm kind of happy that they are not going to do like the big like five on five anymore now they're going to their singles ventures or like their tag team ventures which is good and yeah it's just it's just uh, serviceable to me um I guess I'll real quick say that I'm
0: less into this pinnacle F- um, pinnacle versus inner circle thing before this week. I was kind of like, oh, God, they're still stretching this thing out. This week really invigorated me again. And I thought this promo was – I think I enjoyed it a little bit more than you guys. I thought even Hager, I thought, had a lot of bravado in his voice and was really into it. Yeah, Just ba- based on everything we saw tonight, I'm, I'm much more into this
2: feud. I'm, I'm very impressed with him I'm, I'm I did not think he could talk uh, yeah. yeah just based we, on history and his Jack's swagger honestly yeah. like, I, didn't, <laughs> I mean I, I really didn't think like he could cut from us like this but it seems like something awakened something in him or maybe like just being around Jericho, honestly, because like seeing Jericho on Tough Enough Coach people, I'm like, wow, if you actually had any talent and this person talked crap to you like this, you probably would get invigorated to use your word. But yeah, uh, I've been really impressed with them.
1: We've also been, like, history has been, like, we've been used to groups. It's only been just two people get highlighted, and then the rest are just, you guys are just backgrounds, don't talk, don't do anything, whatever. So it's refreshing that we're finally kind of getting everyone's character into it
0: yep all right so let's go to the main event where mjf defeated sammy guevara about 20 minutes when sean spears interfered jericho interfered to attack spears but Wardlow attacked jericho and that distraction allowed spears to hit guevara with a chair um that <laughs> was awesome Match was i think part of this was a showcase that MJF can go. Um because yes, main criticism is that he can't wrestle that well. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go through everything. You guys are probably gonna be redundant with all my points. The Sammy Guevara flipped to the outside It was absolutely nuts. Oh Chains of gosh. RBD. Yeah. And and not only was it nuts, nuts. MJF took it like a G. He <laughs> yes. got slammed. He got hit really <laughs> right hard in he the
3: face. I
2: I had <laughs> I had mul- multiple texts saying MJF is out. Yeah. Like he's, and he got knocked it, out. And that's,
0: that's what a base does. They actually take the hit rather than just like get skimmed off it and let the other person like, yeah. it a bunch of <laughs> it's like, but I got your
1: arm. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, that second rope tombstone pile driver was awesome. I was a little bummed in in terms of how does some, I was like, that's gotta be the end. And then when he kicked out, I was like, that's cool, but come on, that should be the ending.
1: I will
2: say uh, that's see, what,
1: I've, yeah, that's what we talk on NXT uh, on NXT a lot. Is that they just kick Jericho, out of
2: everything? <laughs> Jericho goes. Uh, I've never seen that in the United States.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the uh, Rochambeau, Sammy's finisher, mm-hmm. him hitting it and bending it too far back so that MJF's foot was in the ropes was so well done. They do everything possible to make MJF barely by the skin of his teeth not get pinned which i think is great um mgf begging off sammy to not do the 630 and me being like god this is so annoying just do it sammy he's, he's something someone's gonna grab his leg or something and then he just did it and hit him with yeah. it
3: perfectly i was like oh thank you <laughs> was
0: i think that was like my um, favorite part <laughs> that was so good um i'm not a big fan of interference finishers. Uh, the match was so good, I wanted a clean finish, but I'm okay with it. That being said, where was Hager and uh,
1: yes, and Proud
0: and Proud? Proud. Right. So <laughs> There's
2: still, they're still
1: I, I, I the don't... staircase. <laughs> but it was awesome. It was an awesome match.
2: So, I don't need to go over everything you said except for to say Sammy, when he hopped off the ropes to... And I, I never thought they would go into the crowd. I thought something was going to happen that he wasn't going to go over the barricade his head if on the replay you see really almost hit the barricade like wow um but he clearly goes i'm not gonna miss this i'm gonna at least hit him and he like fastballed
3: crazy he's making Um, himself a star he
1: really is
0: yeah
2: he really is yeah this is awesome i totally agree with the finish would have loved a clean finish but that being said Ultimately, this is a group feud. So, okay. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, that's fine. But, yeah, this match was awesome. I thought the beginning was... So, I just want to nitpick a little bit. I thought the beginning was a little bit, like, looked like a dress rehearsal. Because they were like, well, we want to build. We want to do all these, like, oh, I'm anticipating your move. You're anticipating my move. But it was a little too slow. And that it looked a little bit, like, uh th- like it probably did on you know whatever wednesday morning and they were running through it
3: yeah. but
2: i i really don't want to focus on that that's that's just me nitpicking it was awesome man by the end I, I like man when he jumped off the ropes into the over the barrier i was like on my feet it that was yeah. unreal
1: yeah and um
2: really from halfway from when they came back from the break and they said, we're not taking another break after that. It was just on a 10 the whole rest of the time. It yeah. awesome. So good.
1: Honestly, like, uh, obviously, like the, the insane flip dive into there, that's, like, probably everyone's favorite part. My favorite part, honestly, because, like, I know we always give praise to MJF, his facial expressions, like, when he was yeah. about to do <laughs> the 6.30 – and then, like he's just staring at him as in, like, no, just don't do it, don't do it. And then, like, <laughs> you think that like something's gonna happen, he's gonna kick or whatever, or move out of the way, or he's gonna land on his nuts in the turnbuckle, whatever. And he actually does it. MJF's face just goes blank as in, like, oh god. He's gonna do it. And then it just hits him so hard. I was like, and there's no way to like really brace yourself or to not hurt. It's always gonna hurt. And yeah, then yeah. I was just like, oh wow, he might actually win. And then he kicks at the last second. I was like. Okay, I was just like, this magic is great. That might be my favorite part, just because he sold that so well. Like, it was just so funny to see it like that. Can we
2: just also talk about how insane it is to do a 630 with your body? Like, how yeah. crazy is that? Like, exactly. wait,
1: that add
0: on selling stuff the freaking after the tombstone when he was selling his knee so bad and yeah. they yes. got up together yes. and he fell I over and then he I picked him he... back up and he fell over again I was like this is such good selling this is what the show as a
2: whole needs more of
0: Yeah, MJF is, is the attention.
2: absolute G yeah. <laughs> So, so this is maybe props to MJF but if it had been anybody else I think I would have been like oh I think they might be really hurt but, like, because it's him, I'm like, oh, wow, what a great sell job. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what, what, a, what a professional this guy is or whatever. And I'll, I'll maybe disagree with you guys on this. I actually think this match needed to be a dirty finish, not a clean finish. I think it had to be dirty just to the sense of storyline. Um, was it? Uh, MGF spoke earlier about he's going to have stipulations or whatever. So, like, having – so, also, at the same time, Everyone wants to like, I think they do want to showcase MJF can go, but he also needs to be the most like hated heel ever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when you're going, when you're, when you're having a very good match or whatever, people are going to love you. I'm like, okay, great. And then let's not give them what they want. Let's not give them that clean finish and let me win in a cheap way or whatever. And then Sean Spears comes out. Uh, honestly, I've been highlighting this uh, Sean Spears, like he was floundering, not doing anything. He, needed the pinnacle and it, it's it's showing well yep. and it, we've never gotten headshots with chairs in quite some time so it was kind of like reassuring he covered that, up he, yeah well may, last time he tried this or whatever uh he split cody's head open pretty badly so yeah. th- this is a step in the right direction <laughs> and of everyone being safe of course so that's what we all want but it was kind of nice that like it needed to be a faulty finish to a point where like, Oh, he's like throwing the kitchen sink out and whatever. And then like one chair shot to the head, he's just out. And they're like, Oh great. He won like that, whatever. And then he gets back his heat again.
0: And one final point, it saves it for a future rematch. Yeah. It never got like a real clean and you know, they'll have like a pay-per-view match or something with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Not only that. Like, and you like... could point to it and be like, you remember how freaking good the last one was. Yes, definitely. Well, and <laughs> this
1: these, is like kind of these... showing the future like they, they, well, there's a reason why sammy was like the first match on dynamite or the first singles match like they highlighted that or whatever and mjf they signed him knowing that he was going to be a big star these two guys are going to be the future
2: well clearly jericho is not going to be the head of the inner circle or what like when this all breaks up like right. jericho's not going to have a lot of years they need somebody to be wrestling uh, sammy
3: yeah
2: or wrestling uh mjf then I mean. All right,
0: so then we had a uh, package recapping the time spent at Daly's place over COVID. It finished with Jr. saying, "There's no place like seeing WWE Dynamite." Oh Yeesh.
1: man, jeez, I don't,
0: I don't get that upset about fumbles. That was a rough one, nah, dude. That's not is. his
1: first. That's not his first. Fu- like you could have fumbles, but that's a that's a different fumble, and that's not even his first WWE fumble. Like he's he's done that a lot.
0: Anyone listening to this podcast can point to 9,000 fumbles that we've all done. You know, <laughs> they're like, it's tough, it's hard. I like, yeah, what it, it is. It. As long as you bring bring it when you're uh at the panel, it doesn't, it just doesn't bother. It would be obviously better if you didn't do that, but
3: yeah. I think that's probably
0: why, like, it.
1: I'm not like bothered by it, but it just would be better if you just stopped doing it. Sure. <laughs>
3: well, I'm sure you didn't want to. Uh, the package I, is. I think good. We're-
2: I think we're probably getting close to Jr. not being on there anymore. I, I, like, yeah, I don't know. I he's disagree. I don't good,
0: think Tony. I don't think
1: voice. Tony Khan's going to get rid of him. I think
0: uh,
2: Tony Khan nah. is. Too much they need. Of a, they need uh, it.
1: You know what? They're going to keep him on for a while. They need a familiar voice. To be honest, they do. Uh, and okay. he's one of the most yeah. familiar voices there. Uh, but so, aside from that, I actually like that they gave a promo at the, at this kind of like thanking the, like Daily's the place and like the town and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it was also kind of. Gave us this whole roller coaster of a ride we've been on. Um, like, obviously, we'll just stick to professional wrestling, but obviously, life in general, whatever. Just going yeah. through like each show, and it's kind of funny. Like, uh, I'm sure like you guys probably thought about this, but like before this whole thing happened, we didn't really kind of we maybe took for granted almost about these about fans coming in, and then we just kind of took it for granted. Like, oh yeah, it's part of the show. Like, oh, okay, they booch here, or whatever. And then that went away. And then we realized, like, oh, this is kind of ominous. This is a little different. And we got used to it being different. And then, like, the pay-per-view of Double or Nothing, when the fans came back, we're like, oh, my God. This is, like, 10,000 times better. So it does give a whole new – it was nice uh-huh. kind of getting that whole new appreciation of everyone being back, them being on the road, and then kind of them – and then they they're such, like, a fan-first type of mentality, too. If they want to just give the – like best product they want to like get what everyone wants as well and i thought it was a, a very kind of nice gesture for them
0: yeah i'll just say wait, real quick quags uh it was weird for me to be like oh man all these other sports are kind of shut down for a little bit and like the one constant was wrestling for better or for worse that <laughs> they should have kept running it, should, it did yeah. keep running so
1: well, for whatever reason they did <laughs> man <laughs>
0: i mean yeah, like cool, I
1: cool thing yeah
2: it was crazy for me to remember that at the beginning of all this, like Matt Hardy debuted, oh, like Brody, <laughs> like Brody Lee debuted. Like, I mean, R.I.P. Uh, you know, Brody yeah, I Lee. Sad Brody that. stuff. To right.
1: be honest, I was like, oh wow, yeah, yeah. that that
2: was like In that th- that carried like nine months. Like that wasn't a blip. Like that was a long time. I think. I think that my thoughts about the pandemic in the beginning have been like totally blurred like didn't realize how long all that was um but yeah i I love this segment uh i was holding my four-month-old son uh watching it towards the end and uh yeah honestly got a little bit emotional just thinking about the time thinking about it compared to to real life um and uh yeah it's wild and yeah that double or nothing you know seeing every the crowd like a full house and thinking about how I'm gonna get to go to a wrestling show in a couple of months like I'm just amped about that and so happy for where we are after uh this whole shenanigans that we've been through um yeah So (laughs) I was affected by it for sure.
0: (laughs) I'll say, I'll say, I wish they had not chose such a Fort Minor esque song. Yes, (laughs) it it did remind me of
3: sophomore in high
0: school
1: type of style. (laughs) Yeah, but like,
2: yeah, you know, anytime they
1: do those video montages, like it's oh, has to (laughs) be corner.
2: It's, yeah, so it's, it's funny though because that's when you're like they're all a bunch of losers like the young bucks and cody and kenny yeah,
0: they're like, like cool. they're losers <laughs> like
2: like i love them obviously we're losers you know what i mean but like they're they're like yeah they're, they're uh the people that listen to fort minor and goes you know it's 20 percent Pretty cool, Power man. and will, or whatever. Twenty like, yeah. percent love, percent oh skill. <laughs>
1: well, I will say this:
2: though. they're like, like you know, it adds up to a hundred. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: you know. That
0: being said, we've got pixies. We've got that jungle boys entrance. They're picking good yeah. entrance songs. So. They're doing well, man. Chris. You-
1: they were doing well. I-, I would say, like, it- seeing the video, and for those who stuck around this long, great job. We know we've been talking for a while, but. It, it kind of just highlights of just like, (laughs) just highlights, just, just enjoy it. Like, look, like you say, like losing stuff like that. People just want to enjoy stuff just to enjoy it. Like, why is it has to be weird and not, not trying to be kind of like that guy or whatever, but like, yeah, pro wrestling is odd. It's super weird, but like, we just enjoy the crap out of it. If you're listening in, just wanted to enjoy with you guys. That's all we want to do. And like that's what kind of video kind of made me think is not like all right we're watching like this wrestling show there's no fans in there what are these guys really doing and then we just got used to it and then like when fans came back we're all just like just trying to enjoy it so if anything take anything out of this podcast just enjoy it
0: yeah
1: and Amen. and
0: let's uh, let's
1: hype Speed up
0: the enjoyment by blazing through these. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, and yeah anchors. let's anchors and rockets. Right,
0: let me just say, are we? So, my, my
2: rocket art <laughs>
0: rocket or debt is definitely main event for yes, everybody,
2: easily. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yes,
0: uh, Anvil. Let's do. What's (laughs) the anvil besides the women's 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 match? match. Besides the women's match,
1: what's your anvil? Just so we can get some some decor. I
0: actually was gonna say JR calling AEW but I'll swap (laughs) and say the the song they use for the uh ending ending song for the ending segment. I thought was just a corny choice, but I'm like a music snob.
2: (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna swap. I thought that was bad. They their women's division is yeah. so much better. Women's matches yeah. deserve are that, better than that.
1: Ho- hopefully, Rebel's okay.
2: All right. That.
1: I think
0: I, uh, I think I actually might have the highest score. So let me hear what you guys think.
2: I'm gonna say. And let me
0: wait. Let me real quick say I was not that. I was not not that. I was not at all excited to watch this episode of Dynamite. And I came out pleasantly surprised.
2: Man, I'm going to break protocol because I can't be- decide just between a 7.5 and a 7. So I'm going to say a 7.25. I really? think it was seven good.
0: 7.25, okay. Wow.
2: I think it was, I think it was really. The first quarter on the show. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I won't make a habit of doing it. But I thought it was really solid, right. but it didn't get up to it, the 8 level for me. So that's where I'm at. Chris, honestly, I think? was thinking
1: I was gonna shoot for an eight and a half. I really like this show. It kind of blew me away a little bit. I might drop it down to an eight because that women's match was a stinker. And uh, but it honestly I know this this song was <laughs> cheesy and montage or whatever. <laughs>
2: In, in my mind, they're getting their feet, they're getting their footing again. That's kind yeah. of where I'm at. They're
1: getting a little bit. So, so
2: So, like, that's just where I'm
1: at. We're on Wednesdays. There's no more fillers. Because that's what the, like, let's be honest. We even took a, a big pause um, even doing the podcast because we were just like, we're just going to repeat the show, or whatever. We could have discussed it in five minutes. There were filler shows. All those Friday shows were filler shows. Like, you could yeah. easily wrap them up in five minutes.
3: All right, sure.
2: Got what my notes go right it? here, baby. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh,
0: nine. I give it a nice. nine. I love the show. Nice. I really it like good.
1: the show. Good stuff. It was, good stuff. It
0: was he's back. Besides the women's back. segment, there was nothing bad in the show. That's why. In my yeah. opinion.
2: Dude, it's because you're back. It's because you haven't he's watched back. it. You're he's back. back. He's you're back. back. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, he's excited. I
0: was not excited. thrilled about watching this program. I ended up like, wow, every single segment was <laughs> good. Wait, let me real quick say... The the show before this on Saturday too, and this one had so many quick backstage promos. Yes, they need build no, up think, the characters so yes, well.
2: I love those. Yes. they do need more of those. They need more of those. Those are great. Those are money. Like, yeah,
0: bounces around real quick.
2: It's, uh, Just and, stories, and, we're with, and we're with characters, and we're with All Ego, and we're with Britt Baker. Yeah, yes, yeah, those are great. They're, so yeah.
1: this is what they're doing phenomenally. They're establishing their own like characters like to to a a point of like okay we're not like oh yeah i remember seeing that guy like two years ago whatever now we're finally getting established guys like oh there's darby oh there's jungle boy oh there's Mm -hmm. like all these guys and there's hangman that that the stuff with hangman that's gonna be good i i really like that even that backstage that like if that match didn't happen that would have been even my rocket
0: all right right, boys so if anyone has anything else to add i think this is by far our longest review
1: Yep, by far. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, much I gotta, love. <laughs> much love here. Chris has got to pee. Yeah,
3: it <laughs> take it easy.